second corner. Here comes Parker, and it's into the net! Strike that one up as a slice of St. Louis soccer history! Their first goal in Major League Soccer. Tim Parker's got it. St. Louis have got the lead. Austin nil, St. Louis won. And remember this moment. What a terrific ball from moving there. And now Klaus on the break. Keller across. Klaus inside. And he pokes it into the net. And St. Louis City going to the lead with five minutes to play. The Brazilian intent on setting yet more history on the opening night of the season for the newest team in MLS. Three goals. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. And we can finally say that not only does soccer, not only does St. Louis have an MOS soccer team, but they have a victorious MOS soccer team as St. Louis City SC were highly successful debutants in this, their inaugural MOS matchup, traveling to Austin, beating them from, from behind, initially from ahead, but then from behind. With a three to two victory, Klaus has become a national hero. Uh, we stand Klaus on this podcast, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's so exciting to have a soccer game for a St. Louis team uh, in the Major League Soccer to talk about with two of my fellow podcasters and also close friends, Justin Horniker. Justin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm in a great mood. Well, Everyone's having lovely. fun. How could you not be? And Ian Peters as well. Ian, how's it going? I'm happy, and so are our sponsors. That's right. That's All the most important thing. As well. <laughs> Ian's wearing wearing the team colors today. Uh, uh, Ian, display that sponsor, please. Yeah, make sure you get that in the shot. Adidas, Purina, <laughs> Apple TV. Apple TV, big ups to Apple TV. They showed the game. It was very nice. One, the picture on Apple TV. Let me let's talk about that for a second. Pretty yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought I watched some of some of uh, MOS three sixty after our game, and I thought that was fun as well. Um, I don't know how Liam McHugh's on there. Liam McHugh's on everything. I don't. I don't get it's it. Following, I don't know how is he around. all of the places. <laughs> uh, but I think my favorite part of this game. We'll just get right into uh, best moments from this game. Not not counting the class goal or the uh, kip. Keller giveaway. I think my favorite bit was the giant pluckers ad on the sideboards <laughs> that initially said if Austin scores first, you get five free wings tomorrow or whatever, and then just Damn. slowly transitioned to <laughs> come see us in the concourse, Bond section 135. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is delightful. That's so um, sad. Well, it was sad, but it was also <laughs> incredible. I thought this game was uh a ton of fun. I think as we talked about just before we signed on, Justin, I think we're going to play a really fun style of soccer and um, be a fun team to watch. Even if we're not always good, I wouldn't say this was a, <laughs> excuse me, a pretty victory necessarily mm. yeah. in the classical sense, uh, but it was a, a grinding victory. We got one incredibly lucky break, but we absolutely earned our other two goals and uh, we came out three, two winners. What were, what are your initial thoughts after this game? 
Yeah, I thought it was good. I wasn't expecting them to bounce back the way they were. Like when they went down 2-1, it just felt like everything kind of coming down to earth because mm-hmm. of the perceived like difference anyway. But mm-hmm. as the game grew, they actually like looked more confident. It felt like they belonged to be in that game. Yeah, Ian, what were your takeaways? I know you watched this with our good friend uh, Gift Jeff as well. Mm. So how were you feeling after this game and your first real personal MLS experience? You know, it was a lot of fun. Um, I I enjoyed it more than I thought it would, and I thought I was going to enjoy it a lot to begin with. Uh, I don't know. I think, the like you sort of mentioned before, this team seems to play like an exciting brand of of soccer had some like good pace at least in the first half you can say and like they they were pressing they were attacking it was fun to see from a a brand new team and I think as they mentioned on like the broadcast too it's like they're a new team but they've been playing preseason some of these guys have been playing and like you know the development team last year so it's a new team in the sense that they're new to the league but some of these guys have been playing together for a while already and you can kind of tell that they're not they're not all brand new to each other necessarily um it was fun. I mean, I sort of also agree, expected Austin to beat us even after we were up one nothing. Second half came around and it was like, uh oh, this looks this looks like we've lost our legs a bit. Um, but like the maybe like second half of the second half, the last quarter, if you will, uh, they played, I don't know, a more counterattacking style. It felt like like rushed on the field a lot more and opened up Austin uh FC a lot more. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought they they started strong. I think this team has really good uh, vibes around it. I know that's a very it's good corny, vibes for sure. Corny word to say, but like it feels like a team that really is is pulling together and and moving as a team, which is not necessarily a given when you've just assembled the team basically out of whole cloth. Yeah, and all these guys were in different leagues and stuff before um so they responded well to like different game states too so they Mm -hmm. go up and then you see the 30th minute they kind of back off their all-out press and go to more of a make austin make the first pass and then we'll press Mm -hmm. kind of deal Mm -hmm. uh they really seem to manage the game really well and then of course going to the end of the game you take out klaus you put in josh yarrow as the five in the back and they're really just like not letting anything through which was impressive yeah um, Justin, I'm curious as a as a credentialed reporter yeah. on SPLSC, <laughs> right, uh, right. what what have you kind of picked up about the um, culture of this team and like the the cohesiveness? Because obviously there are pieces of this team that have been together longer than just yeah. this summer and and everything else. But for the most part, people came in for camp in the start of January. And that's basically all the longer they've had together. Uh, what do you think's contributed to them gelling so quickly and and being able to win this first game? Yeah, they always talk about, well, like Bradley Carnell talked about in the press conference today about how they've spent a lot of time together in a short amount of time. And I think just like personality wise, it seems like everyone is on the same page and like, that's important when you have full buy-in from everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely true, and I think, I think they've they've chosen some good leaders. It was cool to see Tim Parker be the first to score, and we'll talk about his goal in just a second. But like, that's a guy who's played over two hundred MLS games. It's just his third MLS goal. Um, so you know, a pretty cool moment to see yeah. that, and you could see the excitement on his face getting to come to this team where you know he doesn't necessarily have any 
particular affinity for St. Louis or or anything of that nature, but he's here. Don't and, say that, Stephen. He loves St. Louis. Come on. Well, now he does, <laughs> clearly. But, uh, both teams also had to deal with uh, changes to their uh, circumstances in the first 20 minutes. They both had to make a sub in the first 20 minutes due to injury uh, with Kip Keller, the SLU alum, coming on for Julio Cascante uh, in the 11th minute, and then Indiana Vasilev with the head injury for uh, or Blom coming in for him in the 17th minute. Uh, Vasilev's injury, a little concerning. Definitely anything with the head is definitely a concern. Did you get any, were there any updates on that in the press conference? Yeah, they said it's his nose, but they don't know like how long it's going to okay. be. So well, they have to address a, the severity. Is what if it's a nose and not a brain, that's, you know. That is good, yeah. Nose is generally easier to heal yes. uh less likely to make you murder somebody exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks um, <laughs> shout out chris Benoit. no just oh, kidding yeah. uh it's off the tim, rails <laughs> yeah uh tim parker though with the inaugural goal the first ever goal for this team coming off the corner kick uh assisted by very good placement from uh, edward live and he had a perfect game pretty much today i think um this was interesting definitely i would say uh, a bit of a defensive breakdown from Austin, but also a well-run set piece on our part. Uh, there was a lot of lot of crowding on the near post. Lots of boys in that box. Yeah, and Parker just kind of made his run in behind that big crowd of people at the near post and was able to make a pretty clean header and score it and grab the ball and do a, the pregnant man celebration. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a very, very cool moment definitely one you'll remember for a while uh but i think a goal they absolutely earned and scoring from set pieces is probably going to be pretty important for this team to to make ties out of losses and wins out of ties so uh i thought it was a great first goal you guys have any thoughts on that no yeah i think you're spot on steven there's so many big guys on this team that like it feels especially it seems like we have good delivery too so it just makes sense that there would be a set piece goal here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought they looked pretty threatening on like corners for most of the game. Like they had a few that went kind of long, but in general, I felt like they had a, a decent chance of scoring on, I'd say like at least half of them. Yeah, I agree. And I think we'll get back to the end here in a minute, but like you can look at, you can look at how they scored the second goal and think that it's a gift and that they didn't deserve a chance to get back in the door. But like, the team played well enough throughout the game that it's not like it was just handed to them on a silver platter. Like they could have been in it and they weren't until mm. that second goal happened. So, you know, um, we'll talk about that in a minute. It played the rest of the first half very well, uh, but have unfortunately conceded the equalizer uh, in the fourth minute of stoppage time in the first half. Sebastian, is it Drusy? How do you Drusy? Yes. Yes. Drusy. Okay. You got I'm it. Gonna, Steven, gonna you got it. To, it's going to take me some time to learn MLS. You always so. doubt your pronunciations, and meanwhile, well, I'm just over here going in at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you're just more courageous than me. But um, <laughs> this was a, a rough look, I would say, for for Roman Berkey a little bit, but it was also a brilliant piece of skill uh, by Drusy. Um, uh, you know, Berkey not in the best positioning uh, for sure. And I'm fortunate to kind of concede that at the last minute. Um, but what did you make of this goal, Justin? As yeah, it was a little bit of a defensive breakdown too. Uh, yeah. That allowed him to kind of, there's definitely a misconnect 
Justin, who was covering who, and he was pretty wide open, but then he just makes a nice move, and he's one of the best players in the league. So if you're going to give him that much space and that much of the ball. Yeah, I agree with that. Ian, any takeaways from that one? Oh, that, that chipping goal was disgusting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it definitely it melts your brain for a second because uh, you're like, so you, demoralizing. You're just like, you idiot. <laughs> That's how you shoot the ball. And then you're like, oh, 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 no, never mind. Claire told yeah. me today while you're watching, which I think is why she's not a world class goalie, but she told me she would quit the game if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they have another goalie. He's gone out. Brilliant delivery, too, from the awesome left back. Um, like you said, the, the our line was probably too high and and there was a mishap there and and Berkey was definitely too high in his box. Um, and that's, you know, a lesson that they'll have to learn, but probably this is the moment that taught them to learn that lesson. So I think hopefully... you take that risk, too, with they yeah. want to play the ball quickly and like Berkey wants to play the ball up and is always trying to get up to and that's just kind of yeah. like the risk you take. And it took a perfect delivery and a perfect chip to score. Mm. So, you know, you, you're going to have that happen sometimes. And it's going to look really stupid when it does, but um, it happened, you know. Yeah. Uh, entering halftime, tied, though, still pretty happy with that result. I mean, I definitely was. I assume you guys felt the same way. Yeah, than... you take you take mm-hmm. the point at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, relatively early in the second, we started making subs. Jacchini coming on for Rasmus Alm in the 59th minute. Miguel Perez replacing uh, Thomas Ostrak, who had the yellow card in the 60th minute. Uh, and then Austin made a series of subs as well. During that, during which time the 72nd minute, John Gallagher scored the goal that uh, I assumed would go on to be the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, you know, a, a bad luck for or unfortunate timing more than really a bad look, but um, I definitely thought it was over at that point for City because I didn't expect them to have the firepower to come back where you yeah. guys kind of had the same mindset. Yeah, that was a pretty nice goal too. So you see that happen oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's catching up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah, I think Jeff and I were like, you know, maybe yeah. this team is going to be the team that scores like the fewest goals in the league or something. I think I was just like, I don't know if I have confidence in this offense right now. And like a way for your season opener against like Mm -hmm. one of the probably best teams in the West, like you expect that to come back on you. I don't know. I was, I still wasn't feeling too confident. Yeah, I guess. We got to talk about the Gallagher nut shot to Klaus. (laughs) He comes in, he's subbed in, complete nut shot. Now granted Klaus is like towering over this man. Mm -hmm. So like, any sort of flailing about is going to get him right in the nuts, but it's a dangerous game. It was, it was shithousery of the highest order though. <laughs> and I respect it. I mean, yeah. I hate it, but I respect it. You got, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, anything goes in the wall, you know, I think, I think that's what, that's what I learned most watching this game and just seeing, you know, I've, I've watched some MLS before, but obviously I've paid stricter attention to this game than any MLS game mm. I've watched in the past. And, it is definitely a shithouse league and I'm, I'm kind of here for it. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of physicality, a lot of that kind of cheeky stuff that um, happens in all leagues, but you know, it's probably more of a, a cover for a, a lack of talent at times yeah. in MOS. And, and like, uh, it is what because it is. of parody, like everyone is relatively close in skill level. So there's all these close games that are close late in games and uh, tensions run high. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it it was uh, it was a trippy game for the most part too, and 
and we were the benefactors of that in the end. But um, we've got a physical team. Klaus is a giant, so mm. that's that's helpful. I would say. I <laughs> guess like. Way. I had it like I knew Klaus was tall. I knew Tim Parker was tall, but I think because the team in general is pretty tall, I never realized just how large they were. And then you see them like around the Austin midfield, and you're like, oh, those are giants, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Humongous I, big. Yeah. I didn't realize, I definitely didn't realize how big Klaus was until I saw this game. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's very big, uh, at least in comparison to the rest of this team, you know, and the rest yeah. of Austin, um, which I think is is pretty cool. It's good to have, you know, that size on in your box. And what I found out, as we'll talk about the last goal in a minute, too, is I thought, I thought he was just going to be kind of a target man, not very skilled, mm. um, but he definitely has that kind of physical skill that we saw on display in the third goal um to kind of supplement that size which is very encouraging <laughs> yeah i think i think early in the game he was having to hold the ball up a lot and they weren't just like getting him the ball in the dribble and mm-hmm. in the second half he was able to do that and you see how good he is at that and he actually does have the skill to pull that move off yeah yeah i agree with that completely um ian what were your thoughts at this point of the game when they have uh, the two goals and, and you know, that we were down with 18 minutes left where you think it was over at that point. I mean, yeah, I definitely <laughs> didn't think I thought coming away with a tie was going to be a moral victory. That was, that was a victorious tie. And then two, one, and just the way they were pu- pushing and pressing. And I think they had like multiple corners in a row after a while. And it was like, okay, this is not, this is not looking great. I don't have a lot of faith um at that point at least and then like i said sort of like the the turning point and tie and goal for it seemed to kick them in the butt a little bit and city sort of turned it up from there yeah and i think we can talk about the last goal being uh fortunate or the second goal being fortunate and it definitely was but if you watch it back there's a, a good press from john nelson that leads to um kip keller kind of retreating not being able to advance the ball forward. Uh, he then makes a completely unforgivable mistake of just passing it uh, straight to an opposing player, or an opposing player that used to be a teammate of his. Um, in Unforced the error. Austin, Austin FC yeah. uh, drafty Jared Stroud. But like it definitely an unforced error. Like, like Ian said, you can joke about it all day. I'm fortunate for Kip Keller, who did not have uh, his best game by any stretch in this one, but uh, a gift that that allows uh, City back in it. But they take advantage and they get the goal and, you know, they were in position to do it. So I don't think you can totally write it off as just blind luck. And, yeah, like it happens because he's pressured and yeah. he's like kind of freaking out about what to do with the ball and pass it backwards. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's exactly right, and he he thinks he can get it to his goalie, and is just blind to the player that's there. Um, but yeah, it was a, a bad 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 mistake, and gives us the opportunity to tie. And at that point, I'm thinking we get out of here with a point. We're we have to be thrilled to get that. Um, but one man was not was not here to settle for a point, 
and Klaus had really a brilliant goal. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm joking about the size of him and the fact that he can't possibly be 25 and he's definitely been through multiple world wars. But, <laughs> um, really just an This is not his work. first life. No. Yeah. <laughs> incredible run, a, a very nice uh, cutback on uh, poor Kip Keller again. Yeah. And then uh, the very, very fine, perfect touch um, to, you know, just ping it off the post and then yeah. around outside the of the later. foot, ping the post. It was a nice buildup too. Like Lubin yeah. sent the ball to Giochini, who like just a beautiful through ball to give Klaus so much room to run over it. And the rest mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can say enough about that goal and it gives me, it gives me that little bit of of hope in our offense. Obviously, we don't have the skill that a lot of MOS teams are going to have, hmm. and in the front three especially. But like Klaus can do it by himself in this case, and and it's nice to know that there's a lot of ability there and tenacity as well. Uh, Ian, how was the reaction in the in the fan cave for hmm. this? Uh, yeah, let us in. It was a, it was a stand up reaction. Well, stand up for me. I. We had already deemed Klaus an icon at this point mm-hmm. um, in this household. Just and, icing on the cake. Yeah, seeing him have it there. And I was like, all right, he's got him beaten. And then when he cut back in, I was a little afraid because he stumbled. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a great finish. A, a great finish to, like, do that on the same foot, right? To, like, cut back mm-hmm. in and still use it on the yeah. right foot. And still, like, flip to the left. Yeah. That was... I didn't... Uh, I guess it's the first game I've ever seen him in, but I didn't know he, he had that in him, you know? Um, it was great. I mean, I think that's the sort of thing that is really going to, like, galvanize this fan base and this, this city to have something like that to, like, hang your hat on, at least to start the season. You know, that can mm-hmm. go a long way for, you know, a couple of losses here and there. I'm like, yeah, well, that first game was a lot of fun. Remember Klaus? You know, the sick goal or whatever. Remember that? Yeah, remember uh, rather than having, you know, some 2-1 loss or whatever. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was outstanding. Yeah, I mean, it was a great game, and I think that goal sealed, obviously sealed the memory. It was, you know, gave us the win, gave us the three points, but... Um, yeah, and he completely was... ran himself into exhaustion to score it, which was also <laughs> yes. an added bonus. Had to be subbed off immediately. But I think the team, I mean, I think the team looked good. There were definitely... Definitely concerns uh, late in the game. There was that that final scoring attempt, uh, scoring chance for Austin that gave me a mild heart attack. But oh, yeah, um, crossbar. Yeah, crossbar. Uh, Berkey wasn't wasn't at his best uh, tonight, and I think he'd probably admit that. But a lot of the players were. I think um, Stroud and Klaus, obviously the goal scorers, played well. Uh, Liv and played especially well. Um, Parker had his goal hmm. and and I think was the stronger of the two center backs. The defense is a little concerning, but it wasn't like there were awful breakdowns. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I came away, I came into this game hoping just don't embarrass yourself. Um, don't don't get eaten alive in your first match. Be better than Cincy. That's the motto <laughs> yeah. for our first season. Got to beat Sensi's first season. I think we're well on our way because I came out of the game thinking this probably isn't a playoff team. Probably, you know, probably isn't a 
or at least will be a very fringe playoff team if they are one. And yeah, pro- certainly isn't an MLS Man. Cup contender. There are like a lot of bad teams in this league, though. So like, yeah. if they're even a competent team, well, that's team, the they thing. It's be, like yeah. all the all the people putting us, <laughs> all the people putting us, um, in like four, 14th yeah. place in the West. I don't know if I believe in that anymore. I think we could be, you know, even 12th or 10th, which doesn't sound very appealing, but when you look at the grand picture being a, f- a first team, you know, an inaugural, a new team, an expansion team, I think that's pretty promising. Yeah. We're the first, uh, I believe I read today, the first expansion team uh, to win our inaugural game uh, since LAFC. So, you know, in four years, we could be the most elite team in the league. So yeah. could be signing <laughs> Gareth Bale or the that's next right. Gareth Bale. That's right. Um, so yeah, obviously you're going to be happy after your expansion team wins its first game but very pleasantly surprised and coming away from that with a lot of hope personally yeah and they played like confidently too which was the encouraging part it's like that seems like a replicable performance right and i think the cohesion the work ethic and those things those are the things that you can't necessarily teach i know that's a corny soccer expression to say (laughs) corny sports expression but genuinely like we can't yeah i think it's like the high press that they use is such a great equalizer because even talented teams if you don't give them time to like if they're you don't give them the time they're used to on the ball especially like in this league i think it could you know take you up better than kind of the players individually are right we can't erase the talent gap in one season but if we put the effort in Mm. and give enough to you know be a a, a fringe playoff team you know i think it's possible to get that far and have a really good year but yeah. um we you know we got off on the right foot and then you can clip that clip this when we lose the next 30 <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. sky's the limit undefeated can't lose, can't lose the next 30 because we do play in minnesota and cincinnati that is true so you know we might lose the next four and then play minnesota mm-hmm. at city park and- i am interested to see like with Vancouver next week, which is a team that like is also at the lower end of the league, how they play against a team where they're not expected to hold on to more of the ball. I think that'll be interesting. We have uh, Charlotte next week on our schedule. Does that who you meant? Do we have Charlotte? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> no, it's not who I meant. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be that guy, but just, just for the record. Well, that's who's coming up next. Disregard we, everything I just said. I will we be do, going to when they play Vancouver though in May. So yeah, we yeah. do play Vancouver you know. on Memorial Day. Hey, that was you guys, a, you that guys was are going thing. in May, huh? I'll be. Mm-hmm. I might actually be there that week. You guys come. Interesting. Feel like I wasn't included in those plans, but <laughs> no big deal. No bitterness. No bitterness whatsoever. I don't um, know why I had that in my head, but Charlotte did lose to New England at the death today. So Charlotte sucks. In. We're going to get. We're going to have six points, then we're going to have nine. Um, oh, baby. Then we're going to win the whole damn thing. Man, when we play, I'm, I'm excited for that game in Portland. That'll be fun. Man, I'm excited for MLS soccer. I'm, I'm, I'm so stoked. This was, you couldn't have asked for a better first game, I don't think. To have the initial goal and excitement, mm-hmm. to come from behind as well, to get the 3-2 high scoring game. Like, if you're a, 
if you're a soccer fan in St. Louis, I know there's a lot of diehards. There's a lot of folks that have wanted this for a long time. They're in, right? That's that's yeah. a given. They're they're in. They're going to be there all season. But if you're a soccer fan in St. Louis who, or just a sports fan, or not even a sports fan, and you thought, I'll check this new team out. I, you know, I'll give it a shot. See what all the hype is about. You watch this game. You're probably in too now, at least for a little while. You know, you're probably going to come back and watch some more because. It was a lot of fun. I thought I thought the Apple TV presentation was great. You know, I didn't notice mm-hmm. any issues there. Um, I'm just really excited for this season, man. It's going to be great. Did you see the difference between the Apple TV preview and the Fox preview? I did not. Was so it? Fox's mm-hmm. broadcast was using like a curtain with like definite crease marks with uh, uh <laughs> I forget what the sponsor is, but what the sponsor in the middle is very like looked like it was in Stu Holden's closet. Nice <laughs> kind of feel <laughs> classy, classy. Love and it. Apple has this nice, like, really nice studio. Yeah, that's that Apple money. It's that yeah. it's that iPhone money. Fox um, don't have Fox don't have that iPhone money. That's right. Apple <laughs> I, money. Is I was insane. pandered to uh, by Audi a billion times, uh, so there was mm-hmm. that. They do like to talk to. Well, me it is a Audi. superior driving experience. I that's understand. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And our sponsors. Um, yeah, there were a couple times. What was it? The one that felt. The one that made me feel so like out of touch. Oh, it was the one where the sun is like flipping through different headlight <laughs> light designs with his mom. And the mom's like, no, go back to one, go back to two. And then they drive away from their like million dollar compound at the end of it. And I was like, yes, that's me. That's definitely that's me. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. Apple, I thought they did a good job. Like I thought the announce crew was good and everything. The only thing I would do is I like minimalism. I like the minimalist score mm. bug, but I actually am really loving all of these different MLS like badges and logos. I'm like, just put just put these up there too. That's all I need, just like a little flare. Because they'd put like ATX and it'd be like green, like when you look up green in the dictionary or whatever, or the hex color for just green, like here it is. I was like, okay, give me some flare. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I like minimal and simple, but these teams have identities as well. So you can go too far with that. I'm glad that we, I'm glad that they have a good announce crew that pumps up teams, especially city because we're new and you don't want to, you don't want to drag this team. Take it easy. Take it easy. You want to take it easy. Yeah. I'm totally (laughs) cool with that. But I will say part of me sort of missed a little bit of premier league announcing where they're like, this team's shite. (laughs) Or they're like, "Mm, that, that goalkeeper is probably going to go home and hang himself. I'm like, Oh baby. Also like, clear biases on certain teams so when they oh, score, yeah. they're just like i do kind of like that it's in <laughs> <laughs> when they were subbing out um who's it stroud strode stroud stroud yeah stroud they i'm i don't know if he was like clapping to fans that were clapping to him when he was walking down Probably, the side yeah but then there was a lot of awesome people like there's definitely people throwing shit though like for real I was like, dang, these people are crazy in Austin. Yeah. <laughs> There's like yeah, kids I'm making sure. like whining faces at them and stuff. And I was like, dang. Love it. You had a good game too. So I don't know what they're really <laughs> <laughs> trying to get at there. <laughs> I was like, man, okay, all right. I see you. We'll see you again in three months. Do oh, I guess never mind. We play Charlotte next week. That answers my see, question. We're, we're just immediately. All place. I was gonna be like, do we play? 
Eastern Commerce team. So we do next week. I hope, yeah, baby. Yeah. Hope uh, Charlotte wear their purple jerseys. That's what I want. I want that to happen. I guess that doesn't match the red, but they should do it anyway. I don't care. I feel like they do color on color in this league. Like we were watching Cincinnati Houston before, mm-hmm. like right before the game. I was like, oh, blue on orange. See, this yeah. is cool. Sometimes, yeah, it does make some nice like combinations. Yeah. Which this Austin FC jersey, by the way, looks worse in motion. I decided. That was bad. <laughs> I don't really think about it, but I was like, this is really orange. This is very orange with like no contrast. Yeah, that was that, in that 1080p, guy. 4K. Yeah. Those lines. There were so many lines. I like oh, I really oh. like the color green they have. I do. They right? just need to, yeah, they they overthought it. We, oh, we went through this. We went over this. I'm it's dope it when now. they score and they just turn on the green lights. Oh, I was like, oh, that's the whole sick. thing's green. That's yeah, that cool, looks yeah. nice. I was a um, little scared. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Intimidated. <laughs> Stats were really good for uh City today as well. They had the expected goal advantage 1.89 to 1.46. They had only 40% of possession, but this is a team that's probably going to lose the possession battle most. That's not what they're worried about. That's their style, and that's fine. Um, They had the expected goal advantage on pretty much every form of the game, including open play and set pieces, um, and, uh, you know, just played really well throughout. Um, one sixty nine of of or forty fifty four percent of the duels, so that's pretty exciting as well. I don't know exactly how that's calculated, but I'm sure someone does. So, yeah, I mean, final takeaways uh, from this game, from the atmosphere, from everything. Can't wait to see this home game. Can't wait to see mm-hmm. what we look like mm-hmm. in City Park. But um, final thoughts on this before we sign off. Yeah, I'm excited to see the repeat performance. And especially at home, like emotions will be high and like seeing how they started in the away game, you know, just it was chaotic at the start of this game. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Last hat trick. Agreed. Uh, in in any uh, other MLS takeaways you guys want to throw in before we sign off? I think I already said sign off before, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, just that it was a fun slate of games today and i kind of enjoyed having like that one early game that i could sit down and watch and then kind of running them together it was a nice presentation for sure and mos devotee justin is it's good to see it was nice to see cincinnati win too you know the lessers can get can get a victory once in a while as well they're gonna come after Uh, us ian any final (laughs) thoughts uh i'm i'm just excited for the season i'm I'm totally invested in this team after just like one game. This is the one tough thing that's hard about soccer. Now I got to wait a week. To watch yeah, it. I know. Yeah, right. Kind of sucks, but I will get adjusted. It's nice to. I mean, it's nice to to have that full week to live in the in the moment and enjoy mm-hmm. the win. But it's also tough to not get to see him play. I'm get away I'm, from it. Analyze it a bit. I'm looking forward to watching um, Premier League tomorrow and being kind of like going from watching like. I don't know, people racing that cars way. in my street to watching a freaking IndyCar or something. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, what is happening? <laughs> people are moving too fast now. Everyone slow them down. What uh, what uh, is the vibe in St. Louis, Ian? Is there some hype around this? Or yeah, you know, I mean, it, colors it out there? And it definitely it feels like Louis it. Feel. Like, I definitely feel like I see a fair amount of 
city stuff around like around the city just in terms of like stuff in people's cars or billboards or even just kind of people talking about it and like people mm-hmm. wearing merch and stuff so I think it's going to be like so long as they're a fun team to watch you know in general I think they're going to be like a huge hit like I'm kind of blown away because part of me is like we've been doing this soccer podcast and we haven't had this team play yet and so we've been talking about other leagues and other stuff or mls here and there and so it feels very um insular sort of in a way right and then all of a sudden it's like now we have a team and now all these people are like in the soccer and that place is gonna be filled with like twenty thousand people that are into this team and i'm like what the hell there's like yeah. there's this many people in the soccer that's cool um yeah, yeah i, don't know. I mean weird. i think it's there's a big buy-in here yeah. Going from that like small insular like early community to yeah, I know what you're saying, Ian. Yeah, and I mean I think it's it's growing pains with stuff too, being being the the one here that knows the least about most other soccer or anything. I think for lots of folks, you know, there's not like too much to learn, but I think it's more in terms of just like strategy and who does what or you know, who are the players to watch and tactics and things like that. But I think people are gonna like really I'm I'm curious to see how people like embrace the environment and stuff. Like Austin seemed kind of like, uh, from what I can tell, like a nut house there. Like people are going crazy. Like their whole supporter section was like a drum line and yeah. shit with like neon lights and people taking their shirts off and everything. And I was just like, <laughs> dang. And I was like, probably not going to be quite that in St. Louis yet, but I'll just be interested to see how that like develops throughout the season too right because like the first I don't know game if, uh, if st louis is as into taking their shirt off i don't know <laughs> well it's yet to be seen but yeah it's all i mean it's cold <laughs> up here it's not we're not done right, it's not that kind of weather but but i'd be curious to see like it'd almost be fun to watch the first game at home and then be able to kind of like remember that and then go watch like the last game they play at home this year and just see like what the difference is in the vibe of like the crowd and everything because so i think the longer this team's around and everything and time passes, I think the crowd's going to really start to evolve and, and get into this even more. And I think it really helps too. I have to say like to have that stadium where it is, like people go to Cardinals oh, yeah. games and drive down market mm. and see that stadium being built. People go to blues games and see it being built. Um, they turned essentially nothing that was there into something. And I think even if you're not into soccer, it's like this big thing in your city on a main drag that you see all the time when you're in that area. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a key part of the city now. And I think that just draws people in too. I mean, it looks beautiful. I mean, even looking at like the, the practice fields, because we were just at a Belize game on Thursday and we were walking back to the car and I was like, shit, look how many practice fields they have back here. And even those look nice. So like, yeah, it's just cool that they've managed to make that whole, um, I don't know what's I don't know what that area is downtown West. Um, you know exactly what it is, Ian. Don't try so to play nice. here. Downtown West does not exist. Ian's never going to a game. It's He's been decided. Game. It doesn't exist. It you you. Ugh. Anyway. Lovely Back downtown West. We've talked about this plenty, and we've come to do a decision. To, do we need to relitigate? No one's come to a decision. No one's going because there's nothing agreed to. I will cancel this podcast. Wow. I will change the password of the SoundCloud <laughs> account, and you will oh, never. He's for real now. You gotta, you gotta ask Klaus how he feels about playing in downtown West. Just he doesn't know. He doesn't <laughs> care. He's never heard of it. 
He's like, he'll be like, St. Louis? You mean Western St. Louis City? And everybody will be like, yeah, pretty much. Then I'll explain all the neighborhoods of St. Louis. Yeah, about how... you, can't say, <laughs> you cannot tell me downtown West is like just as much a neighborhood in St. Louis as like Dogtown. You can't tell me wow. you believe that. I can't believe that uh, you disregard the history of downtown West like that. I, oh my God. It has no history. <laughs> right I'm going to stop screaming because I'm in an apartment complex and that's 1 a.m. I'm angry. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun to watch this, man. It was it was great. Uh, my favorite moment uh, on commentary was when the announcer just started naming every sport team that had ever been in St. Louis. And there it took a long breath. It took a little bit of a pause between. Well, yeah, the of course, and the they're players, in a city which... with the Cardinals and the recently departed Rams. When you said that, I was like, Blues <laughs> on the ice hockey field. And the Billikens. Yeah, you said on the ice hockey rink, which I thought was great. The, it's like, see, the, I know about it. They play yeah. on that ice hockey rink. And the St. Louis Stampede and the St. Louis Slam of the women's uh, football St. Louis league. Ambush. Yeah. St. Louis Vipers. You guys ever go to those games? No, yeah. I never did, but I bet they rock. Yeah, um, hockey, man. It was cool to see, man. It was in a day on a day when uh, the Cardinals returned to uh, spring training and the Blues uh, added Casperi Kapanen and then lost to Casperi Kapanen's former team. What a day. Uh, it was cool to see St. Louis Everyone City had take, <laughs> take the crown, take a lot of the focus, give give Blues fans, uh, give St. Louis fans something to hope for and cheer for. Who would have thought that if I'd have told you two years ago that our pride and joys in St. Louis would be the St. Louis City SC and the Battle Hawks. Um, but here we are. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait for Charlotte next week. Uh, we will talk to you all then. Have a wonderful night. Adios. See ya. Hot shit. Hot shit. I'm going down, down, down.